Hello and welcome to Opinionated, the podcast for opinionated people by opinionated people. My name is Amy Williamson and as always I'm joined here with Stephen Trajanovsky. And here we go again. I am in such a bad mood tonight. You're shocking. I'm shocking. I've had... I, I, I'm just, I'm tired. Stephen spent 40 minutes doing notes. Amy, I need my notes. My microphone. I need organ- you, don't need, you don't need notes am, on how your week has been. I am nothing if not organised. Um, well, you'll be organised a bit without it. I'm sitting next to um, multiple uh, West Coast 2018 AFL premieres memorabilia. Oh, it's haunting, isn't it? My microphone is shit the bed and <laughs> my tea is warm. So <laughs> let's get into some really fun field opinions that I'm going to have this day today. I can imagine it's going to be a riot. All right, Amy. Well, today you're a little bit shocking. Yeah. Um, but how was your week? Was it as shocking as how you look? Um, I look. I actually don't look that bad today. It's a Kath and Kim. Oh, okay. You're going to look as sh- shocking as I. Oh, we're going for shock value, Sharon. We're going for shock value. Um, you know, it was all right. Um, so I emceed on, at an event on the weekend. Um, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Tell me about that because you wouldn't tell me what it was. So it was a darts tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so they brought this English darts player out. Like smoking darts? No, like 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 darts, like a sport. Play, like like it's not, I don't think it's a sport. Uh, look, we had this issue, we had this discussion in my um sport media class whether or not it is a sport or not. The same with poker. Technically, darts is a sport. Um, do I consider it a sport? Fuck no. <laughs> to um, who? To who is it a sport? I'm just going to have to play some sport. Fifty year old Mimi Beer guys. That's darts. who. Um, but it was it was actually really quite fun. Um, I spent a lot of money. Um, and I don't, I think it was like, I was trying to contribute cause I was trying to fundraise. Um, there were a lot of really bad t-shirts there. Darts uniforms are the ugliest sporting attire you could ever see. And darts are expensive with that new cigarette tax. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you before, you dart, but you joke before it didn't land. So you really went for a second time, didn't you, Darth? I've been watching a lot of Kathy Kim lately. Um, yeah. So, um. There was one positive that there was this – they brought up this, like, championship player from England and um, only two people beat him. One of them happened to be the only female competing. So go her. Woo. Um, That's beautiful. But, yeah, that was pretty oh, – I went to the basketball on Sunday and got really drunk. Um, and that was my whole week. How was yours, Del? I have had a fabulous day. I really need to recommend a TV show that I need everyone to watch. No one will watch it. I just know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Now, Dolly Parton has a new TV show on Netflix called – Oh my god, what's it called? Dolly, Dolly something. Dolly something. It's Dolly Parton. Um, pause this for a minute. I'm not pausing it. Keep no, going. Pause it for no, a minute. I don't I care. So, um, so it's Dolly Heartstrings. Heartstrings. Heart um, I was absolutely not pausing that for you, Dolly Parton. TV Dolly show. Parton Heartstrings. I was watching it before I came here. So basically, what they what Dolly does is she uh, talks about one of her most famous songs. So the first episode is Jolene, and she tells you the inspiration behind the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have an hour long episode of a fictional like storyline revolving around that story. Yeah. That, yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So Jolene, for those of you who don't know, Jolene was written about um I mean, Oh, we're not going into the story. Spoiler alert, just leave for them to watch. Well 
Just watch it, guys. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. And also, Stephen, I don't. I turn up to every single podcast with like very minimal notes, and then we go. We get off on a tangent. You've just got to learn how to Google whilst talking. No, it, it's I don't the know. art of no. doing that. The amount of times you guys wouldn't know, but I'm currently googling in the background just to get my facts while still recording it. No, I don't like multitasking. I'm no. all or nothing. <laughs> I can't do things half. You are a typical typical man. See, women can multitask. We, <laughs> our whole lives are multitasking. Yes. Nick Giannopoulos is warning other comedians to stop using the word wog to promote their shows or he'll sue them. What do you think? What what do you mean he'll sue them? So so, uh, Nick has said that his lawyers have contacted other comedians who are using the word to promote their shows because legally he owns the copyright to the word wog. And Does I'm he really? Because I say it all the time. See, I was when you started that. I thought that he was taking in the stance that it is offensive to some people, which I was like, okay, fair enough. No, he's built his whole career on it. He's the wog boy. Yeah, I know, but like, you get what I mean. Like, it, it, some people do find it offensive. True, I can see what you mean. Um, and that's what I thought. But if he's just caught, what he's he, he's suing people for using it because he made one movie. Well, not yet. I think he's sort of threatening too. But he didn't make just one movie. There's so many things that I didn't even know about that I, when I looked into him, I thought, where the bloody hell have I been? Mm-hmm. Do you know what else he's made? So obviously Wog Boys, which yep. is iconic. Yep. Um, Wogarama. I'm pretty sure Futurama has a thing to say These to you. These are like those sort of like movies that go straight to VHS when you're a kid. Yep. Well, they're not on TikTok. I'll put that out there. Wog Story. Yeah, Obviously never heard of it. This one, who I, I could not stop laughing, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. These just sound like the worst movie. I mean, I don't know if it's Maybe just because I am. Heard of them. I don't know if it's just because I am like in yeah. like a really grumpy mood right now. <laughs> but they just sound terrible, don't they? Yeah. Well, he apparently trademarked the word twenty five years ago. So in the mid nineties, when he was first becoming popular on Acropolis, now do you remember that? No, With Effie. You don't remember no. Effie? Hello. I don't know who Effie is. Yeah, hello, good thanks. Um, <laughs> but I don't really. I mean, we all we've all discussed on this podcast how I don't really watch movies or, um, I watch like one TV show, and I'm pretty sure you can all guess what that is. It's Kath and Kim. It's Kath and Kim. Um, oh my god, the Kath and Kim um, Uber Eat. Okay, so I get kind of protective, right? You know, um, <laughs> you might get like this too. Um, it's, you get this sort of like ownership over something when everybody starts to get really into something and you're kind of like, I've been into this for years, back off, it's mine. Oh, I know what you mean. Like now that Kath and Kim has finally become mainstream. There are so many girls out there who are like posting and I'm kind of in a way, I'm kind of like piss off. Like you know nothing. You don't know anything. The Joker isn't you. The (laughs) Joker. Exactly. But do you get like that? And like, I have no ownership. I watch it just like everybody else. Um, But when everybody was, um, I had so many people inbox me the commercial when it first came and they were the kind of people that I appreciated because I'm like, I like that I'm the first person you think of when you see this show. Mm -hmm. But there were so many other people like, this is amazing. I was like, shut up. Do you even know what Sharon's boyfriend was called? Shane? Oh my God. No. She, okay. First of all, she got married to a guy called Wayne, but her boyfriend was called Mark. Oh, that's right. Do you remember? My boyfriend. I was with my boyfriend, Mark. Um, So, yeah, and my, my boyfriend. I was just with my boyfriend. So she just pointed to her pass rush. Good story. Um, anyways, <laughs> that ad came out and I loved it because I love the Kardashians. And obviously Sharon Tris, like he is like uh, my number one person. Mm-hmm. 
It um, is a really good ad. It's it's amazing. Oh, it's phenomenal. I'm pretty sure I own at least half of that ad because well, of the amount of Uber Eats, Uber Eats you buy. You buy so much. I even told you they fucked me over twice. And I got a refund for both of those times Did the you? other day. Yeah. So for lunch, I ordered a burger, no pickles. It came with extra pickles. Um, and then I for dinner, I ordered a HSP, which is, you know, my signature dish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked for no chili sauce and it came with only chilli sauce. See, the pickle thing's easy because you can just take that pickle out. out. I can't fuck around with, with chilli sauce. sauce. What am I going to do? I did that once. I was hungover and I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat carbs and I want to eat like hella carbs. So I went and ordered myself a HSP mm. and I forgot to click no chilli sauce and it came and it was literally the most miserable day of my life. I had like four bites. My mouth was on fire. I was hungover. But I was like so determined to eat it. I was like, I just spent $8 on shipping, on like post shipping. <laughs> on delivery, I'm going to eat this chilli full of chips. Amazing. Mm. Well. Back to my back to my opinion. Yeah. Um. I kind of like that he's trademarked the word "wog" because he says that the word that I hated most in the world, I now own. So yep. he's sort of taken ownership on something that he used to be teased about a long time. George Columbaris used to say this. I remember when he opened Jimmy Grant's, which we don't really like talking about George Columbaris anymore. But um, when he opened Jimmy Grant's, Jimmy Grant's was a word. It was like a derogatory derogative. Yeah, is that the word? Derogative. Yeah, it was meant to be used for um, the Greek people when they came here, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like wogs, basically. Yeah. It's the Queen's English. I think it was like when you when you say like old mate, they would be like, oh, you know, Jimmy Grant. Yeah, yeah. So I sort of looked up some really fun stories on how celebrities have trademarked certain things. Oh, see, this is why it takes you 40 minutes to your notes. Amy, I am organised. Okay, hit me with it. Do you know Taylor Swift has trademarked this sick beat? Taylor Swift is just literally the worst in every single sense. Oh, get out. Get Do you, out. Are you, are you, are, uh, I'm a Swifty. I love uh, her music. Look, I'm, I don't really have an opinion on her. When someone asks see, me what's I'm the opposite. Her, I, 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 like some of her, I like some of her songs. hate her as a person. Love her music. I just hate don't really her. care for her. I hate her. I like what um, we posted this on the Opinionated Podcast Instagram yesterday. I posted this. Uh, yeah, posted this yesterday. So two days ago when you hear this. Um, Shania Twain on the red carpet mm-hmm. where they asked her about She's like, Taylor you know, Swift. you don't really need to be pretty. <laughs> you don't have to be beautiful to be a star. <laughs> Love that. Paris Hilton trademarked That's Hot. Obviously. That's fine. That I would – that is completely necessary because that is – what she's known for. Nobody looks it's, at Taylor Swift and goes, that's fine. sick beat. No, they don't. You look at Paris Hilton and you go, that's hot. Yeah, Exactly. Um, actually, we have a friend who is a friend of the pod, Elise, if you're listening, shout out. Um, but did you, uh, she was, I remember we were growing up with Elise and I lived just around the corner from her. And She's it obsessed. Obsessed with Paris Hilton, who then blocked her on Instagram. Yeah, why? Uh, so Elise went to her house when she was in LA, posted a selfie out the front of Paris Hilton's house and hashtagged Paris Hilton's house. <laughs> oh my God. Paris blocked her. Oh my God. <laughs> Imagine Sharon Strzelecki blocking you, your number one favorite person in the world i don't know what i would do it's like when people ask you like if you could meet anyone mm-hmm. i i'm a real toss-up between magnus shabansky gina riley and jane turner because i feel like i would just want to meet them all yeah um alongside eddie mcguire obviously but you know i could probably eat eddie a lot easier than i could go meet sharon but i would just be devastated yeah. but they don't though they don't have um instagram magda does but Jane, um, Jane Turner and Gina Riley don't. I look for it at least once a week just so I can be their first followers. Mm. But if they blocked me, devastated. Because how am I going to tell them how much I idolise them? How am I going to quote their show to them 27 times? I'd send them that many DMs though. They probably they would probably block would me. They probably would block you. If Jolly Parton blocked me, I'd, I'd probably commit. I'd, go. <laughs> I'd, I'd just leave. I'd be like, I'm out. Um, Kylie Jenner tried to trademark the name Kylie um, until Kylie Minogue, who owns Kylie.com, spoke up about it. 
Good you on can't it. trademark that name. No. It's such a common name. And anyways, Kylie Jenner, Kylie Minogue definitely came first. She is. She's the original if Kylie. It's, if it's the chicken and the egg, Kylie Minogue is the egg and she came first. She came first. But no, the chicken came first. See, I think the egg came first. Oh, because the chicken hatched out of the egg. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Oh, I mean, so I don't know who's dropping these eggs, but maybe Noah and his ark brought mm. an egg. <laughs> Cadbury trademarks the Pantone Swatch 2685C, which is a signature purple colour. So no one can use that purple. I, I know that. But yeah. do you know that's one of those and things that fair. I study marketing and it's one of those things where they show you triggers and when you see the colour purple, your brain automatically identifies it with Cadbury. Yeah. It's the I same with red fine. and Coca-Cola. Yeah, you're right. So their, their marketing is so goddamn brilliant. It's the same way that uh, Santa isn't meant to be red. Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola yeah. made him red. red. He used to be green. What and they co- made him red. What color? Do you, what color are you? I'm a nice. I think I'm a like. I think I'm a blue because I'm calm, but I'm still. But like a, I don't know, a cerulean. Blue. See, I always usually think I'm like a red because you know I'm a bit fiery. And, I mean, I could probably go either gender. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. I'm gonna put down El Nino. I mean, right now I would definitely say I'm a black, <laughs> but I I like the color red, and I think red, you know, it, guys can wear and girls can wear. That makes me sound like. You know, I can do some boy stuff in the same sense I can do some girl stuff. That, I'm, I'm not putting myself across right, okay? I like sports and I can dress up. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> Great. We like every colour. Yeah, exactly. Charlie Sheen has trademarked 22 phrases. Of course he has. Including, duh, winning, tiger blood, and my personal favourite, which I'm going to, I'm probably going to get sued by him for saying this far too much now. I'm not bipolar. I'm by winning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sheen literally just went on this like crack bender, did an interview, and then just trademarked his whole entire crack face. (laughs) It's like you know when you you go out and you're hungover, and then you wake up the next morning and you have that beer fear where you're like, oh my god, what's my Instagram story or my Snapchat story going to look like? And you get that instant fear. Yeah, he probably can't wait to see what I do. Exactly, he did the same thing that we all do. We go out and you put everything, and there's always video evidence of it. But instead of going there and spending your morning quickly deleting it at 7am before like more than 22 people have seen it, he decided to trademark He's it. calling his lawyers saying no one else can eat hamburgers in the bathroom yeah. from now on. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone banging seven kilo rocks or whatever it was he said. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Some are saying that you're bipolar. Wow, what does that mean? I guess that, you know, you're on two ends of the spectrum. Wow, and then what? What's the cure? Medicine? Make me like them. Not gonna happen. I'm by winning, winning. And I was banging seven gram rocks. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. I'm just winning, winning. I blinked and I cured my brain. I have one speed, one gear. Go. Paul, shut up. Shut up. Stop. Okay, guys, so Stephen and I just had a bit of a conversation. <laughs> and I think it was really funny. So I'm just gonna. Bring it out there to you guys. Um, so as you know, we use our friend of the pod, Lee's house, to record him. And this day, we're, this today we're actually using a different room of her house because we thought maybe we should stop putting her life out so much and doing it in her lounge room to the point where she has to go upstairs. We're testing different areas of her uh, house to find our perfect studio. Yeah, and um, so we're doing it in her theatre room today. There is a lot of West Coast memorabilia. I'm feeling very unwell by it all. Yeah, the cat's not here, but the West Coast memorabilia is still giving yeah, me a it's, rash. Yeah, it's still giving me a rash. Mm. Um, we'll decide, we're like, oh, maybe we can use a room upstairs and, you know, put some padding up and make it legit. Um, but we need to do it in a way where we don't damage her walls and stuff. And then Stephen was like, oh, because, well, you know, when the baby comes... 
Um, we're going to need to move. We're going to need to move. And then Amy said... And then I, I was like, well, do we, like, we could just move to a different, because obviously a uh, friend of the potty is pregnant and she's going to, we're going to have a first pod baby. Um, <laughs> first, that'll be such an, we're going to have a new friend of the pod, basically. Yeah, we're going to have to live stream from um, the nursery ward. We'll do a podcast from the nursery. Yeah. But when the baby comes, we're going to have to be super quiet. So, so this so. is Stephen's idea as to how we're going to get past this hurdle. We can do an ASMR episode. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody has any better ideas, um, please hit us up because I don't know um, how good we'll be at with Shh, the baby sleeping. Because what, it, Stephen, you and I talk over each other. I don't think that that'll work. I'm not bipolar. I'm bi winning. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's getting rich right now. <laughs> Anyways, I think we should end this and get to our next What's Your Opinion piece, don't you? Duh, winning. We bring you all that's trending in lifestyle, arts, entertainment and technology. The library is open. I don't read people. Of course you don't, Tara, because you're Christian. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion! Now, Stephen, Mm -hmm. we've all called in sick at work, right? Never. Oh, please. Yeah, I have. I mean, I know you probably get have to watch what you say because most of your workplace listen to this podcast. They're all friends of the pod. Um, <laughs> but um, so like calling in sick is like always quite daunting, right? Because, you know, you've got, you're obviously trying to convey your illness over the phone to convince your boss like it's a genuine ailment. Um, so some people quite often opt for sending an email. Right, mm-hmm. because like it allows you to give time to sort of like put your words carefully and sidestepping any chance of you like sounding too excited for your day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, a local TV reporter, Nikki Vassis, opted for this option. <laughs> um, so he took the courtesy of emailing a few of his colleagues to let him know that he wasn't going to be in at work. However, old Nikki boy here made the fatal error of instead just emailing a handful of colleagues who would actually be affected by his absence. He emailed the thousands and thousands of employees, the entire company, which is made up of stations all across the country because it's a TV station, <laughs> by using the breaking news contact list. Oh, no. Oh, poor guy. It so, is breaking news. Well, <laughs> got the bird flu. So basically he sent this email um, and it's literally gone to pretty much every single person in media. So the employees were then all bombarded with reply, reply or responses with concerns for Nick as well as well wishes and their thoughts and prayers. So basically it sort of became this like viral sensation. Um, many of the stations use their resources at their disposal to record messages in the news studios to spread like the news of Nick six day and wish him uh, well, like well wishes um, but and then thousands of people started a hashtag. The station had to, the station created a shrine at his desk, completely with candles, flowers, and framed pictures of the struggling hero. And they eventually they shut down the email as they received thousands of emails. One replied, "They can take our emails, but they can't take our hashtag prayers for Nick." Oh, curious. so he basically this poor guy has made his stuff up, and it became this viral thing. And it's so funny, guys. Um, we'll try to post a photo on the um the gram. Yeah, I will. Because I there is literally you should see his desk. Like it's like they've done a visual for him <laughs> when he just wanted one sick day. He just wanted. <laughs> Poor guy. And um, obviously, like, Nick t- Nick took it in his stride and he responded to the well wishes and he, as he he was literally just recovering from some day dental work. <laughs> but it's become this big thing and I became obsessed with the prayers for Nick. And I, this it got me thinking of, like, obviously, has, have you ever done something that was 
I mean, I obviously told you guys a story of when I sent um, friend of the pod an ex-boss of mine, Brendan, a uh, message uh, with under my old email, sexy underscore dumb one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done something? And I know I'm putting you on the spot, which you hate. Personally, no. But mm-hmm. I do know someone who has. Oh, please tell me. And you were involved. Oh, okay. We went to the same... We, obviously, we went to the same high school. We've yep. known each other for how many years? 21, 22 years now? Yeah. 21 years. Um, do you remember it was the biggest no-no to send an email from your school email address and you could easily click a little button that says send to all. You're laughing because <laughs> exactly. you know exactly where this is going. Exactly what you said. Let me take you back to 2004. <laughs> I say the blue light disco, it was it was happening. The blue light was the mm-hmm. place to be. One of the girls at school went on to the blue light disco <laughs> forum page and posted a comment saying, I love like, t- I love the bluey. bluey. If you're near the smoke <laughs> machines, come say hi. Come say hi. And she wrote this when she was like 10 and probably not even, probably even younger. Yeah. Yeah. And then one boy from school, he was a bit of a bad boy. Like God love him. Loved him. He was he such was a, a good friend boy, of mine. Okay, he was a bad boy, but he wasn't. I, I think he sort of came. He tried to be a bad boy. For example, he came to a party at my house once, um, and was telling everyone he was smoking weed in my garage. Wasn't it Oregano? It was Oregano. <laughs> um, but he, what he did was he found it. I don't know how he bloody found it from two thousand and four. Oh this my was god, two thousand and ten when he found it. Yeah, he screenshotted it, put it in an email, and said <laughs> to, to all. School. It went to how many kids were in our school? Two and a half thousand? Oh, yeah, probably. Two and a half thousand kids. But do you know what my favourite part of this was? What? Um, So the girl who did it um, was such, like, it it was, it's kind of the perfect person for someone to do that to, whereas most people would get embarrassed. She's such a lovely girl, and all she did was she just thought it was so funny. And she really took it in her stride, and everyone was like, oh, you love the bluey. And she just, like, laughed it off and was like, yeah, okay, I wrote that in the post. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't bullying, and it was sort of just this hilarious story that, People like you and myself are always going to remember that time that she posted on the mm, yeah. the comment page. So I don't have a personal experience myself, but I do see a lot of these people who are talking about a particular person, but then, okay, for example, you sent me a text message. I screenshot that text message and accidentally send it back to you. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to um, admit something on the podcast. And, uh-huh. um, so she's a friend. Um, she's a very good friend of the pod and she usually listens within 24 hours of me doing this and I feel guilty that I'm going to say this story. But it's a do with friend of the pod, Steph Lucy. You can't say her full name. No, I can. I say everyone's full name on this. Is this embarrassing though? No, no, no. No, it's when I got caught out doing something like that to her oh. and she doesn't know because I covered it well, but I use her as my example. So um, you know how I get a bit funny about um, people being in love. I'm like, you know, there's a time and a place. Yeah. I don't care how in love you are. I don't need to hear about it. Um, well back, I'm, I'm okay with it now. Now I'm like, fine, you all be happy. But Steph and her boyfriend at the time, she posted a photo with this like romantic caption and I screenshot it because I was like, oh, turn it up. Like get, put a ring on it already. Like get married. <laughs> um, and I like, literally, I thought it was like a proposal. Um, anyways, um, she's very good with words and it was quite lovely, but I screenshot it to add to my personal collections of like people I hate um that being said she's like my best friend and I accidentally sent it to her oh fuck you're an idiot you're an absolute (laughs) fool the only reason I'm saying this on this podcast is because Steph is the sort of person who's not going to take offense to us and she's just going to laugh it off and she'll probably call me when she hears this and go um excuse me what post was this Mm -hmm. but I sent it to her and I when I realized that I had sent this to her 
um, which I don't even know why I screenshot it, but I actually texted it to her. And I just wrote back saying, you're cute. Ha ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) To cover up, like like as if I was being like, no, please continue on with your love facade. Uh Um, And she wrote back being like, ha ha ha, I try or something like that. Mind you, this is like five years ago. And I've literally ever since that moment, I've had this like fear of, (laughs) screenshotting people's stuff. So when I see people post cringy couple stuff, I just stay away now. Yeah. Fair I enough. do not screenshot it because of that time. And Steph's wasn't even that bad. Like I could, th- man, there's some stuff that she says now that I could send her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't. So I get what you mean by the sense that when you accidentally send someone, sorry, Steph, when you're listening to this, <laughs> I still love you. Um, but no, I also know um, a friend of the pod, Emma Viola. She took, she took a sick day at work. And um, it was so that we could all go to the Boxing Day test cricket. And um, she got real pissed at the cricket and was in front of the camera with like a KFC bucket on her head. Was it my mum, her boss? No, no, no. This was when she was like working at like a, uh, like a, a supermarket or something. Okay. And um, she used to work in childcare though with your mum. Yeah, no. But this was when she was like 16. Uh. So it was like, wasn't even an, like, a, like it was like her first job. And um, she got really junk at the cricket and was like in the crowds, like in the general public with all the men. And her boss sent her a message being like, um, I thought you were sick. Why are you in the crowd drinking beers? <laughs> So it just goes to show, like, sometimes you may as well just book an annual leave day. Don't ever call in sick. Yeah. Have you called in sick ever before? Well, yeah, of course. No, but have you ever called in sick, like, just as, I mean, we all, I know we all take the piss with sick, but, like, what's the worst, like, the worst thing that you've ever called in sick for? Like, mine, I took a sick day. I'm going to give you time to think. I feel like you need it. I took a sick day because I had a headache. I've done that, but I have pretty bad migraines. Well, no, mine wasn't even. Mine was like a slight headache, but I just quit my job and um, I had like four hours worth of sick leave and I called my boss and I was like, I've got a headache, I'm going home. He's like, really? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, well, you're not going to pay me at my sick leave. I'll take it. I've taken like a mental health day. I've never taken needed, one of them, but I feel like I they are needed, necessary. I needed a day. Oh, they are 100% necessary. But I don't think that's a bad thing. No. Well, you're allowed them, aren't you? Yeah. Even if I didn't, I'd still take them. How many do you get? Is there like a like a? No idea. Well, let's look into. If anyone here out here works for Fair Work, yeah, please slide into our DMs and tell me how many uh, mental health days you get, so I can start taking them. Maybe I need one today. Maybe maybe I should take. I should have taken one today. <laughs> Cursing is a good way to be bad. It's mostly harmless and can be described by many as part of the rich Australian vocabulary. However, there's one word which even those of us who swear like sailors tend to shriek at. Two weeks ago, Nova FM in Adelaide aired an ad for Essential Beauty, which didn't quite go to plan. Have a listen, Amy. Check out these local gigs, deals and events around Adelaide. Get your kids' ears pierced at Essential Beauty now for just $42.95. Mutilate those little cuts beyond recognition with double operators and minimum fast. Book at essentialbeauty.com.au. I feel like you probably should have given everyone a language warning before I'm that I'm sorry, one. everyone. Okay, look, if you listen to the pod, you know we swear just slightly. I'm just going to move my microphone. But yes, we are talking about that word, mm-hmm. the C-bomb. I... 
on it. Is there any, like, have they put out backstories to how that happened? No, they didn't tell you how it happened. It's clearly a stitch up. It's a big mistake, I think, on Nova FM's behalf um, because I guarantee that is not what Essential Beauty had in mind when they were oh my to God, market no way. piercing your children's but ears. Do you know what? I tried to um, YouTube this before. I couldn't find it anywhere. No. I found one news article and it was by um, Pedestrian TV and it was after the um, they put it on Media Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's but- where I found out about it. I watch Media Watch Monday nights, ABC night. I've got q and I've got Four Corners and I've got Media Watch. Oh, you're well, such a loser. Yeah, Q&A, Media Watch and You sound like Four my Corners. sister when she lived here and I used oh, to bully her it. for it. I love it. But no, that was – it almost makes me feel like – do you remember on that movie The Anchorman where yep. they say that he would say anything that's on the teleprompter? Mm-hmm. Someone, that, someone did that on purpose purpose obviously and it was a royal excuse my french but we are talking about swear words it's a royal fuck up yeah i um do you think that that was somebody like doing it and he thought he'd just be really funny and we're like make it and then they've accidentally put it in i think so because there's so many times so for instance um i think you guys might have noticed at the end of every episode now i've been playing little off cuts Mm -hmm. so a lot of the time when steven and i are checking our microphones um just the sound quality and stuff we're getting them in position yeah um i'll record and i'll listen back and a lot of the times we'll forget it's recording and we'll have conversations etc etc and so i've been adding them to the end of the podcast just like a fun little treat for you guys and to see yeah. who's listening all the way through. Um, do you think that's sort of what happened there in the sense that he was mucking around and was like, oh, I'm going to do this ad, and then they've accidentally taken the whole thing and put it out there? Mutilate those – I don't even want to say it. I just feel yuck saying it. But I was talking to Paul, my partner, last night about this, and I said I really want to talk to about this on the pod mm-hmm. because it's just such a disgusting, gross Word And I grew up in a family where we did swear at home. I grew up with two older brothers um, and we, we, we did, we swore. Yeah. But there was one word and I think it was your mother's influence. Oh, my mother hates your mother that hates word. It. But I would just, I would never say it. Yeah. And still to this day, I will never say that word. Even now, like my brother's, what, I'm 26, I think he's 25. Mm-hmm. Um, if he says it still, my mother will go, James! Yeah. Like she still to this day hates it. Yeah. And you're right. When we were growing up, um, I could say everything. And I think uh, obviously I wasn't allowed to go around and be like, fuck shit, a boggy waking ass head in hole. Um, <laughs> would say it again. What? Fuck. fuck what? Uh, f- <laughs> it's beautiful. Fuck bugger shit. Wait, fuck wank bugger shitting ass head in hole. It's from Love Actually. You know that guy's singing and he fuck and he, he does say he goes, ah, oh, fuck shit, bugger winking ass head in hole. Okay. Um, but yeah, and uh, we were never allowed to say that word. That was always the one word yeah. that we weren't allowed to say. Well, when I was talking to Paul about it, he said, well, why won't you say it? And I said, it's just, it's a disgusting word. And he said, but why? And I said, I actually don't know. Mm. So I thought I'd do a little bit of research into this word to find out I mean, exactly what does it mean and I, why is it so offensive? I don't – like I I say it a lot um, to Terry, Terry, friend of the pod. He's been on here before. Mm-hmm. We will send each other messages and just be like, mate, when something big happens or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I'll say – but I, do, I typically try to say it – to not say it in conversations. I just think it cheapens somebody. Yeah. Um, that being said, as I've gotten older, I've obviously lived like I've become, but when I was younger, oh my God, it was like the way, and even when at school, if boys said it around me, I would always like punish them because I was like, you cannot say that word yeah. because that's just how it was ingrained in my youth. Well, let me give you a little bit of history. You ready? History class, get your pens ready. Uh, the word's origins come from India uh, with the word uh, Kunti, 
references female genitalia, and there is a Hindu nature goddess named Kunti as well. Then the word K-U-N-T, so I'm just going to say Kunt. Yep. I think it's nicer. Yep. Kunt, uh, it was also used in the 25th century BC in Egypt, and it was a term of respect for women, and it meant the body of her. Mm-hmm. It was first seen in the Oxford Dictionary in 1230, and as early as the 1400s, there are about 20 streets in the UK called Grope Cunt Lane. No, there's not. I, I feel gross even saying it. I cringe every time I hear it, every time I say it. Grope, Grope Cunt Lane. Guess what the lanes are? What? Red light districts. Oh my God, of course they are. Which I kind of like. I mean, I like to see, I like to know what streets see, I'm I, going on. Like I want butchers okay. to be on like like meat cutting. I don't, my issue with that is um, I think sex workers are so often degraded and I have a real issue with people um, degrading sex workers. I think work is work and if that's what you choose to do with your life and you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an issue with the fact that that is called grope that lane. Yeah. Yeah. Purely because it sort of gives men the indication that is it acceptable just because somebody's a sex worker, worker to walk in and grope whatever you want to grope. Well, I think that's that's the idea. my issue. It's a bit Donald Trump grab her by the pussy. Oh, even that word I hate. Uh, yeah, I don't love that word either. But you get what I mean. It's sort of having that gives the idea of oh, let's go in and let's grope a lady, and it just sort of even if a lady, even if somebody is a sex worker and they are, you know, they're allowing you to touch them, they're allowing you to touch them within their parameters. They're not saying walk in here because I'm a sex worker, you can grab me wherever you want. They're saying you can touch me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you where and when you can touch me. Like there's still got to be those boundaries and those respects. Well, I think that is where the words started to get a little bit derogatory. Yeah. Because if it was ref- the the modern by modern, I say fourteenth. 1400s. So we're talking about the what's the 1400s, the 15th century. We're talking about a street called Grope, uh, Grope uh, Lane is where you would find a prostitute. So I think that's where the C bomb became derogatory. Let's just say the word cork instead. Okay, that's good. Grope cork lane. Grope cork lane. Um, Well, some feminists are saying that the word needs to be revived because they believe it's a better description of their vagina. Now, Mm -hmm. vagina is. This Amy, this is something you really need to talk about. This, not me. I really, I feel really gross. Okay. I can't deal with this, but I'm just gonna talk for you now. Yep. Because I did the research. Yeah. Um, but the vagina only references one part of your genitalia. Yep. There. Not the whole shebang. Oh yeah. But the well, the vagina is like is the the what, what I don't to be honest I don't know what the is it with the vagina the hole. No, I don't know my way around those areas <laughs> on a woman, but um. Essentially, it is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So but there, there are other facets. That's like the least. The okay, men. That's like yeah. the least important part of woman's body as well. Trust me. <laughs> there are four others that should come high upon your priority list. But I, I completely agree, and I think that's the issue: is that women's genitalia has always been used in derogatory terms. Does that make sense? Yeah. True. So, for instance, if somebody's not doing something, you're like, "Don't be a pussy." Well, what else gets referred to as a pussy? But if you say to someone, don't be a dick, it's less offensive, I find. Exactly. A dick's just like, oh, it's hard. Like you're being hard or you're being rude. Yeah. If you say don't be a pussy, it's like a sign of weakness sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you're right. And I, my issue with that is that there's always this sort of connotation that women are weak and that it's the same way as being like, oh, don't fight like a girl. And I have real issues with that because I'm like, I know so many girls that could beat the crap out of you. And if you wanted them to fight like a girl... 
that is a very dangerous thing. Honey, they're gonna fight like a girl. Like I, a friend of the um, friend of the pod, Vanessa. Million dollar baby. If I girl. was to put Vanessa up against um, a couple guys I know, I genuinely believe that she would take him down. Mm-hmm. And so I just that's my issue is that we or they'll be like, oh, you've got a vagina, don't be like. It's always just such a negative term, and it's sort of like a sign of weakness, and yeah. that's my issue with it. True. Women pop children out of there. Their their like their vaginas literally open. And they like expand to put a baby out. There is nothing weak about that part of a woman's body. If anything, it takes a beating more than anything else in this world. Oh my god! If I didn't think I was gay before, I'm gay now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want none of that. Well, did you know what? So, did you know what the word vagina actually translates to? No. It's a Latin word. Please enlighten. And me. it actually is kind of offensive. Okay. And I personally, I can't speak from experience. I think you can. But let me ask you if this is offensive okay. as a woman sitting in yep. front of me now. The word vagina has Latin origins, which is very common for the English language, um, and it refers to a sword sheath. So a vagina literally translates to a holster for a penis. Yes, that's offensive. It is, isn't it? 100%. And it's so weird that people think the C-bomb is offensive, but the V-bomb is not. That also offends me. Purely because the meaning behind the word is that it's a purpose for a man. And I know back in the days, women obviously didn't have a lot of rights. They always came secondhand, second fiddle to men. Yeah. So, like, I understand why it would be like that. Because back in the day, it's probably what it was for. It It was there to carry a man's child. Yeah. It was there to service a man. Um, my issue with obviously that is that it's, it's again, women are degraded in so many different ways. And there's so many terms that actually put women down that... It's unfortunate that we're, there's now this common word and, and cork is quite common. Yeah, It's, it's a very common word. People call I it forgot, tell us, I forgot we changed it to yeah, cork. People will like, be like, oh, you sick cork, you mad cork. Like, yeah. you get what I mean? And it's so common. But when you think, and that's, I think, the only reason why uh, people find offence to it is because people have made it offensive towards women's, women's bodies. Mm-hmm. If, 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 you used to, if you were just to go around and call each other sick cork, which kind of like if you're calling somebody a sick cork it's actually Power quite a good thing yeah. it's a good thing cork to be called fabulous. a to be called a sick cork is like it's you say that to your mates you say that if somebody like gives you 50 bucks when you've got no money you'd be like oh thanks sick cork i um, didn't say it to your mother though no but you get what i mean uh, it, and that one's used in a good term but i feel like if it started off that way sure go for it but it's the fact that it has been used in a derogatory term towards women's bodies yeah it has it's it's yeah it's really it's a tough one to talk about because I, even talking about it now I feel really yuck I feel really I'm I'm cringing just saying this because I know that my mom's gonna listen to this and I'd be like oh she's gonna hear me say cork <laughs> I think it's fine because we've um replaced the word cork yeah and it's only the actual words only made itself in its once and that wasn't even our fault that was definitely essential beauty's fault it was no mm, yeah well you know what see you next Tuesday. I am all for the word, but I'm not going to be the one saying it. Um, you know what? I'm not even for the word. Don't say it. I don't think it's not. I, th- I think there's uh, like, I, I think it's almost gotten to that point now where you can't not say it's offensive. Yeah. I mean, but there are so many, look, there are so many words that are offensive and I don't know if it's necessarily the word. I think it might be the context, which you use it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been like, I will say it to my brother, you know, if it's in a joke, I will say it. not in public, obviously. Um, but it just depends in how you're saying it yeah. and the phrase you're going to say it in. I have used that word when I really want. And I'm also like, I was just, you know, I've been talking about this, but I'm also listening back. I have been 
Um, I've done this myself when I was really angry at someone I was explaining to you and you're trying to explain the level of how bad that person is. You use that word. Yeah. And now looking back and I'm like, hold on a second, why don't I use that? I could just use, you know what, they are the world's biggest foreskin. Like they are, skin. they are a scrotum and a half. Honey, like why no. aren't we using men's? Why don't we just start calling everyone foreskins and scrotums and, oh, my God, look at that prostate over there. <laughs> don't bag on my prostate. <laughs> Have you ever had a prostate? Have you ever had your prostate checked? Um, you know, my boyfriend checks it every night. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I haven't. No. You, you should be getting it done. Is it and the whole idea? Six. Is it the whole idea that you have to like go to a doctor and have him put his finger up? Um, I don't no, mind. That probably wouldn't be an issue. Who do you think talking to? I don't mind. That probably wouldn't be an issue for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think um, steer clear of the word. Yeah. Um, even just because it probably cheapens some people, I feel. It is a yuck word, but I, yeah, look, I, the verdict's in, don't say it. I particularly hate it also when people use it on social media. Oh, even reading it makes me cringe. Yeah, like, look, guys, you know what, let's, I hereby declare we're going to call it cork. Yeah, power yeah. to the cork. Power to the cork. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. Right now, lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and and before I get into other, um, anything else, we wrap it up. Have Did you get Disney Plus? Because I know after we spoke about it last week, I definitely did. No, I didn't. You did? I was what's hungover. The first, what's the first thing? What? On Saturday and I went and I was like, screw it, I'm getting Disney Plus. And you still to get it? What'd you get? What's the first thing you watched? Uh, I know. You, I, I, I'm going to let <clears> you guess because I feel like you're going to guess it. That's so Raven. <laughs> 100%. I, I used to be obsessed so with that show. And now there's Raven's Home, which is like the adult version. You know, she, they remade it. Really? With Raven Simone? Yep, right? Raven yeah. and Chelsea. And they've got kids in it and they live together. Raven Simone is such a mess. She's so I problematic. I love um, Raven Simone. <laughs> Raven Simone, oh my God, I nah, No, I don't remember. Aww. No, a different person. Okay. So I'm, I'm multitasking here because I'm a woman and I can do that. Yes, babe, use your cork. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ew. So I'm just reading. Um, obviously, I play basketball every Monday night and we had our last game last week and. Um, I'm going to call her the manager of the team. Um, well, she basically is. And she's posted this thing in the group, you know, being like, because oh, we lost some players because women are having babies and, you know, power to the cork. Um, <laughs> and listen to this, Steve. It's the second part of it because she's got this whole spear, like, who's playing next year? This is when the season's going to start again. But she says, well done on going out on a win last night and for showing up every week to have some fun and see if we do something interesting enough to get on the pod. Oh, and you know what? You're right up there. And we made time for you at the very end of the episode. You get now. She's gonna listen. She's gonna be like, oh my god! Even that got on the pod because I mentioned the girls on the pod. Like, but it's because they all listen. They're all massive friends of the pod, and they'll come and they'll have discussions about the pod. The girls, you're gonna have to work through. First of all, I applaud you for getting this far. You've had Mm -hmm. to to listen to us talking about our corks. um, For quite a while, but here we are. Um, And welcome, welcome to the pod. Welcome. All right, guys, I think that's all we have time for. It's a short episode this week, but yeah. I think, um, I mean, I was in the worst. Amy, mood. you're not having it, and it's fine. I'm not- <laughs> it's fine. I'm my A game, and you're. Mm, mm, mm. I'm on like a. 
Who's that? Um, who's that redheaded um actor? And she she says she's like life on the C list. That redheaded girl. She's a comedian and her name's Kathy Griffin. Thank she's you. A gift. I am like Kathy Griffin. Like you're Amy Adams today. And I'm Kathy Griffin over here. Amy Adams. <laughs> I just tried to think of a redhead who's like talented. Is Amy Adams? She's blonde. No, I'm, you're thinking of the wrong person, doll. Okay. Amy right, Adams. Thanks. Amy Adams is a redhead, and Isla Fisher made this funny as joke um, when she's accepting an award. She was like, um, "And thank you to Amy Adams for not accepting all." Um, all um, roles are offered because it gives me a chance to also have a career. Did you know, actually, before we sign off, speaking of Kathy Griffin. That's her. Oh, yeah, Amy Adams is a redhead. She's fabulous. Great. Um, speaking of Kathy Griffin, uh, did you remember she was sort of cancelled in a way when she posted a photo online holding a severed head that looked uh, severed Donald Trump head? Do you remember this? No. So after Donald Trump was... Um, he became president somehow. Yep. Um, he, she posted a photo <laughs> on her Instagram of her holding a fake head, which looked like Donald Trump, and it was covered in blood, right? Yep. And it was for the gram. It was yeah. fine. Well, she was charged with conspiracy to murder <gasps> the president. No, she wasn't. She was put on the no-fly list. All of her shows were cancelled. No television show would put her on air. Every single day was cancelled. She is... had nothing going forward. And she couldn't work in the US. She couldn't even fly out of the US to work as well. Oh, my. Well, that's like the person on RuPaul's Drag Race who got put on the no-fly list because she was Muslim. What was that one? And she was like, Muslims are not all terrorists. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Mercedes was her name. Yeah. Mercedes Diamond Iman. And yep. then when she got eliminated, she, like, because you always have your little sign out on yeah. the end. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. She walks up stage and goes... I am not a terrorist. And you know what? That's something a terrorist yeah, would I say. Like, <laughs> I was watching it and I'm like, what the fuck? You don't need to announce it. No one's thinking you're a terrorist. I am not a terrorist. That's, <laughs> That's something a terrorist would say. 100%. You're not going to walk into a room and be like, excuse me, guys, just letting you know, like, I did not fart. If you're announcing that, you farted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for listening to this very special week week's episode of Opinionated Pod. I mean, I really know if it was very special. I'm just going to go with I enjoyed it. semi-special. I enjoyed it. And if you want to become a friend of the pod, jump on our Instagram. It's at The Opinionated Pod. Like how that picks. We'll like him back if I have time. We'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week. Signing off. I'm trying to sign. I'm trying to do like a different sign off each week. So um, this week, I'm just going to go with Catcher. Yeah, that's nice. Bye. All right. Catcher. You know what my mum describes that podcast? What? She calls it a little skit. She's like, oh, you and Amy going to do your little skit tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a variety show? <laughs> you do a little skit show tonight? <laughs> Give me some African tea, darling. Uh.